1: Thursday show, but today on this show, we're talking about gardening for wildlife. And, you know, Nancy and I have been traveling through many, well, we've been traveling the country, (laughs) through many states. We've been been doing America, basically. We've been across it. uh, During the pandemic, one of the lodging decisions we made was bed and breakfast because they were safer. And what we found was uh, my God, an entire new experience of basically innkeepers who knew the region, innkeepers that care about their historic properties or natural properties, um, and we're like visitor bureaus. Actually, you can go in, have breakfast, and they'll be able to tell you where to, what to do, where to stay, where to play, all of the good stuff. And uh, today we're going to talk about their gardens because a lot of innkeepers garden for wildlife and. So this is something very important, you know, when we think about what businesses do in regards to what what are their footprints in the environment. And then when a bed and breakfast, if you want to sit and have breakfast and watch the birds, well, then you've got a garden for them. And uh, so we're very excited. You know, we do this uh, fourth Friday show with Margot Carrera, who's an amazing nature photographer. Mm -hmm. You can go find out about her art. Go to CarreraFineArtGallery.com. But, Margo, how are you doing? You've been sitting in through this entire show. Are you there, Margo?
2: Whoopsie. Maybe not. Maybe. Can you hear me?
3: Maybe. Maybe.
2: Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it's, now we can hear Okay, you. I was muted. Sorry. My dog was barking no. earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, we
1: may have
2: a dog bark, you know. Yeah. So, Goodbye, yeah, I've just been so enjoying the show and. One thing is just sticking out um, tremendously. So I just want to, in case um, you know, you, you chat with everyone else, and I, I step out because I'm going to be leaving soon. Um, I just want to share with you what I have got from the show today, and it's this image of a drop of water as it hits, as it hits the, a lake or something, and. And how it just kind of goes out and ripples out and out mm. and out. Oh, the ripple
4: effect.
2: Yeah. And I think that is what is happening with taking care of the earth and the planet and especially you're talking about gardening. It starts at home with us with recycling. For sure. It starts at home with us, like in my my home I'm I'm refurbishing my garden uh, getting the soils back to where they're healthy and can grow better plants, growing more more plants that are natural to the area mm. that help the birds and the plants and the bees and the, you know, the yeah. butterflies, what uh-huh. have you. And then, and then it ripples out you know, to having solar on my roof. And then it ripples out to um, working with the neighbors in, in gardening and in, in gardening our community and, and doing projects in the community like the, as the green uh, is such a great example and and um you know then it just expands so we go um it starts with us is
4: mm-hmm. my big
2: message for the show and um it seems like everybody has done the same even with the music. Uh so so great I thought show. you liked the music.
1: Oh, I uh, love it, it. yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. What's not oh, to I think, <laughs> you know, when I said to you, like, hey, you know, Earth Day falls on the show that you're on every fourth, you know, Friday, and you're like, well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's just, you're so right. And uh, we're, we're going to get moving because, like, everything just kept, you know.
2: It, it, yeah, so far. We got to
1: get, it just kept getting bigger and bigger, so. Uh, let's start in Asheville, North Carolina. Our <laughs> friends over at Lion and the Road's been in breakfast who, at one point, trusted us to run their end for three nights. And then we're doing <laughs> it again because, I don't know, we're all crazy. But um, they
4: really
1: <laughs> did it I oh, in Asheville. It worked so well no- the first time. Uh-huh. Hey, did we do okay? I mean, have you? And no one's died, right? No one. No one died. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Karen, welcome back. Um, listen, your B&B is in Asheville. Beer USA, you make beer, uh, which is great for guests. And you have yep. a certified well. And this is the whole thing about this garden segment is looking at, you know, I always say, like, well, corporate America, can you stop the lawns? Can we start doing some nature you know, can we make it pretty... And I think this is one thing what Bed and Breakfast has been doing is putting in gardens and certified wildlife backyard. Whether you're certified or not really doesn't matter. It matters, but mm-hmm. it's, it's um about having, not having a, a dead space of, you know, we look at what's happening in our oceans. Uh, our oceans have, you know, harmful algal blooms and all of these things that are affecting our marine life. And, Mm -hmm. of of course, that comes from oil spills and all these things, but it's also happening in our communities. And bed and breakfast, you know, a lot of you guys are, you know, historic places, historic homes. Um, And if we take away the natural life around you, no matter how big or small your garden area is, we create these dead zones for, you know, nature. And I feel that from David Mepajewski, who is from, uh, the National Wildlife Federation has been on their shows so a billion times, and he taught us about mm-hmm. that, the dead zones In neighborhoods, we, if we don't garden and we don't garden right, then mm-hmm. we create these dead zones. And so, you know, monarchs and hummingbirds and birds and, you know, all the bees and everybody flying through, they have a dead zone. And where they think used to be a good place to land to, you know, feed and shelter and procreate. Right, there's all kinds of things happening in the garden right now, mm-hmm. then they can't. And so when better breakfasts do it right, it's mm-hmm. amazing because it's not only are you keeping the, that bed zone from not happening, but you're also mm-hmm. creating a space for your guests, but you're also educating your guests to do it at their home. And you guys, you're in the historic of district yep. of Asheville. So it's historic. And you have a garden, a beautiful garden but you have bears and which is kind of in a, you're in a historic district. It's not like you're out in like acres of land.
2: So I
1: think this is something special about what you guys do, that you create that little hub of joy for people and the bears and the birds.
4: <laughs>
1: yep. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cool. And, I know it's a lot of work, but I want to bring our other guests on the show. So uh, I'm I'm gonna get this right. I'm gonna get. <laughs> one of those I want to bring. Kat- I think we got Kathy Hyatt on. Yeah, I don't know if she's on there with her. Uh, Kathy is over at Lodge Mansion in Old Town Albuquerque. This is the best It's in the heart of Old Town. So when I talk about this dead zone, this is incredible. Uh, Oklahoma <laughs> <Oton> Albuquerque. <laughs> she's at the city of angels. She's on Route sixty six. Kathy, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Good.
3: good. You Is
1: he with you, or are you? I I know that all of you could go on and off because you have guests on this Friday night. It's not a good night, Deb.
3: <laughs> oh no, on. we're we're fine. On. Cool.
1: Yeah. Um. He's here. He's
3: he's listening. Uh. Can be here. He's actually not feeling all that great today. We're having a ferocious windstorm right now. It's oh, gusts up to
2: 60 70
3: miles an hour. It's just been wow. awful all day. Oh, yep. oh.
1: yeah, it's April. April in the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah usually not
3: this bad. Yeah, hmm. oh. wow, but so that it was is, beautiful this morning.
1: <laughs> it, was that wow. it was beautiful that this morning. Well, I know you're not that, that far from you there, kind of, and they're going to fire
2: up there, but hopefully the rain will come, you know, the winds, the rain will come, but
1: isn't that part of why you grow native plants in your garden is to kind exactly. of help mm-hmm. mitigate this, this, the bad weather and the climate change situation? Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> if, we, if we had planted native plants a long time ago, we probably wouldn't be in this predicament. Just saying. Yeah, Kevin I think that's <laughs> so interesting about you and Albuquerque okay? and being downtown. You're doing it. Can you give us a little overview of your garden? <clears throat> um, okay.
3: Well, we we are not necessarily native landscaping because back in the uh nineteen twenties and thirties, um there were a lot of Siberian elm trees planted down here in the downtown and the Rio Grande Valley area. And they're not Um, native, but they're large shade trees. So the anomaly is we have a lot of shade in our yard. You wouldn't think about New Mexico and having a lot of shade, but we do. Um, So we've got large trees and we've got grass in our front yard. Um, But then... um, and plantings all around. We have a walled-in front yard, so it's a, a lovely yard for the guests to be in. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, uh, I've got Banks Roses in full bloom. Um, I've got Virginia Creeper on the walls, and uh, the, 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 the challenge for me has been to try and soften and cool and green up the yard um, to create an, an oasis here because we are an urban inn surrounded by, you know, lots of concrete and blacktop <laughs> and stuff. Um, and um, and then I, we have planters along the front of the house. So, um, and then part of it is probably about 12, 14 years ago, I heard about the certified wildlife habitat through the, um, the Wildlife Foundation Federation. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I went online and found out that we met all the all of the requirements for it, which is food, shelter, water, and, and nesting places. And uh, since we have so many birds in our yard, that, that qualified for all of them. And I, over the years, I've added different feeders to attract different birds. So um, in addition to lots of finches and goldfinches and robins, mm. we now have woodpeckers and nuthatches. Um, the mm. hummingbirds are here. I haven't seen them yet, but I've heard them. So we'll, we'll see coming. them. They're coming. Eventually, um, and then we cool. we also have um, we have some skunks around, believe it or not, and raccoons right here in the heart of the city. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's cool. See, but that, that but that's important because I know animals go back to their it genetically go back to their home. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I also mm-hmm. want to go over to Tiffany's Bed and Breakfast in Hot Springs, Arkansas. And by the way, everyone, we've got four bed and breakfasts on the show today, and we've stayed in each one. Um, Mm. And I'm going to tell you, if you don't go, like, dude, you're missing out. Yeah, they're highly highly (laughs) recommended. I may have been raised in Africa, but I still say dude. Uh, But uh, I want to go over to Bob and Tiffany uh, Bertram, who runs – Tiffany's bed and breakfast in Hot Springs, Arkansas, and it took a while to get there. Even during the pandemic, they're like Ar- Arkansas, is close to you. Um, like, well, that's not. Um, and um, yet, they were the, the most secluded bed and breakfast.
4: Oh, so Seriously, cool! They've
1: got, what I think fifty, sixty acres of forest. I don't, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm getting it right, but we she- watch owls, fireflies, hummingbirds, oh, cardinals. So cool. I mean, this is like the nature retreat.
0: And so, mm-hmm. uh, Tiffany, are you there?
1: I'm here, and so is Bob.
3: Hi. Oh, Bob. Hi. Bob,
1: the heart of culture Bob.
3: Oh, How are you oy.
1: doing? Oi. Oi. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is where the show starts to get crazy. <laughs> there we this go. Is, this is <laughs> my right favorite travel. is so much fun because you actually, you become friends with the innkeepers, and we all get showy together, but um, oi, your garden <laughs> oy. is, except oi, Bob is now oi. Um, your garden is exceptional and you you have a horticultural background, right? Mm. So like this going uh, into becoming a innkeeper was kind of like a you'll do this and st- <laughs> and well I heard you make right but, you know. yeah I Go have a I'm sorry. you
2: know.
5: I have a I have a degree in <clears throat> horticulture and botany, yeah. Mm. And uh uh life without all uh, trees and that would be real sad and and they're they're cutting a lot of trees here as we
4: speak. Mm.
5: But oh. that I I had a fellow call me one time and asked me he wanted to cut my trees down. And I told me he didn't have enough money in the world to cut my trees down. Yeah.
4: So he never
5: <laughs> called me back. <laughs> I, <laughs> do. I, I wanna <laughs> see I I wanna see my animals and birds and you know and things but uh yes. Uh, but I grow Japanese maples, uh, and uh, that's a good habitat for birds. Uh, I I know one of the ladies said that uh, we have a uh, National Wildlife uh, Federation um, also, Mm -hmm. as far as water. uh, The birds, animals need water, shelter, food, and they need a place to raise their young, and Mm -hmm. those are the four essential things, so... Uh, so we try to, we try to, uh, we have a lot of different birdhouses, uh, feeders. Uh, our hummingbirds are, we probably got uh, mm. probably a dozen or so already. And we'll have, before it's all said and done, we'll have 30 to 40 probably. Mm. Wow, wow. Sure. And, uh,
2: and no, no dead zones here. Um, I just looked at the bird cast migration
3: dashboard. For last night, they estimate mm. 5 million birds crossed our county last night. Wow. Migration. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's
2: <Yeah>. unbelievable. It, <laughs> wow. Well, Tiffany,
1: Tiffany, didn't you just
2: <laughs> have a bunch
1: of uh, people studying hummingbirds at the B&B?
2: Yes.
3: It was it was at last summer, um, but it was a, um, a professor from Texas A&M, um, Dr. Delmore, and she brought some of her um coworkers along with her. They were studying the migration or the um help
1: me Bob. Uh,
5: the mating they were, the, the mating, ma- um, the mating of, of, oh. of, of 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 the male female obviously and hummingbirds. Uh, and they, what they did is mating they, and migrating. They, mm. Yeah. They had these uh they placed these uh tents like they were like uh covers and they had food and water in them, and the female was in there. And uh, wow. once she she calmed down, the there were they also had this all on film and sound, so you could hear it and see it. It was really cool because mm. cause, uh, the what they wanted to see was the male swooping, is mm-hmm. what they call it, uh, mm. and that's how she's calling the female to, to mate and he mm. he started doing that and i said so uh and she also made a point of saying that's the only thing a male will help a female do she says otherwise <laughs> they're really useless <laughs>
1: I thought that was kind of funny. So they're just like human. No, come on. <laughs> okay, but then listen, if you make if you make fudge and and uh you make brownies, that's good. I I want to go over to our next guest, uh, oh Bob gosh. and Debbie Shulman. Um they are out in Odessa, Delaware, and uh you know, such a beautiful historic community, very small, and their their bed and breakfast is on a garden like literally a garden that horticulture just developed and it was so cool to go there you know and uh so welcome how are you is is it bob and debbie both on the show or who's on because i know you guys are already guests cool we're here awesome both
6: of of us are here
1: cool good good welcome back welcome back bob and debbie so how listen how, you know, how is Pablo the
6: most interesting man-dog of the universe? How Absolutely, is he doing?
7: Pablo's right next
6: to us. He actually so just finished. I had to keep him quiet by doing a, a puzzle. A dog puzzle. Oh, He's so oh my
1: God. See, listen, <laughs> He's this is the, the most thing handsome dog in the world. <laughs> There's animals. we got Jesse, who's about to bark, so I'm just going to let you know. And then, okay, okay let's, let's go over to Tiffany's B&B. We've got Buddy and the cat. Mm-hmm. Buddy and the cat, but buddy and <laughs> the cat, <laughs> buddy
6: and the cat. You got your then, animals wherever you go. I know, and they, they got Ozzie it.
1: and Oreo over at Lion in the Rose, right? Mm-hmm.
6: Yep. And, Bob and yep. over
1: at Barger, Barger, you guys are—you <laughs> have got the kitties out front for people. That's amazing.
5: Yeah, we got okay. a we got a new cat. I I don't think you've been here since uh he was born on under the back porch and mom cat uh, uh, kinda and it was yeah. real cold and we uh uh Tiffany and I just brought her right in the house and the other one oh. just took took right to it and it's, it's all black and uh he's a mess. Cool. And uh he's oh. really cool. And uh oh. so she thinks more of her cats than she does me, so that's uh. really
1: that's good <laughs> I think this is an important part of an Earth Day conversation because pets and gardens and people do want to have that experience with the animals. Um, Mm -hmm. Kathy, over at Bodgar Mansion uh, in Old Town Albuquerque, you've got your kitties. That's part of the experience for people, Mm -hmm. right?
3: It
8: is. Yeah,
1: the the, the guests are, most of the
3: guests are looking for the cats before they want to meet us.
8: Oh,
1: (laughs) But that means they're good guests because they love animals, and if they
6: love animals, they're kind.
4: Right. Mm -hmm.
6: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I just had three women come together uh, to a daughter and her 90-year-old mother and a friend from Austin, Texas, and literally I was meeting them at the door. Pablo was right at the door with me, and the the mother, the 90-year-old, said, Oh, a dog, thank goodness. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. See, they knew right away true. we were gonna like her. Yeah. See you
1: you gotta have you gotta have the animals. Uh I yeah. think you know, back in the day it was like, no, hide them, <laughs> hide them. But I I would go with Steve and Karen over in Asheville. I mean mm. Ozzy yep. and Oreo are like the mascots <laughs> of the B Like move over lions, like the lion of the road, but really Ozzy is Ozzy is
8: Oreo is yeah, and B. Ozzy thinks he's king.
1: Well, of course. And, but, and but they, you know, he is in his own world. Our experience Oh, he from he makes sure. The, the three nights we stayed there and ran it. Like well, I don't I can't even say we ran it, or we, just it or we just did it. Like we just did it, you know. And there were people it was too that much fun to have that experience. They they needed Ozzy time. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, knew, mm-hmm. They wanted their own time. It's like you could you could rent him out by the hour. <laughs> yeah. He's Some people calm. have even
8: mentioned that that we'd pay for him to sleep with us, and I'm like, really? I don't know. He's a little much.
1: And <laughs> no, but you know, I I probably wouldn't go that route because you don't know what's no. <laughs> but um, he, he well yeah he has this effect on people like they just go oh as they walk in the door. And you can sure. do no wrong after that. This take one on oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Sounds like funny. Like, yeah, like, well, but, but, but see, this is what, what dogs and cats do. More, dogs are more that way than cats. Because mm-hmm. cats take effort because they just stare at you till you're like, oh, gosh, shall I approach or not? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they do, they stare at you and you're like okay, I know you're staring yeah. and if you stare at them back then they they leave and then you feel bad. Uh, well, no, I've done that. This is what happens and I won't do it again but dogs are all like, come on over it's party time. <laughs> <laughs> people want so their animal experiences. They do and then yeah. some people don't. So It's an interesting thing in keeping okay. and I just want to say, tourism is back, and innkeepers are working their butts off. So go to B and B's and be kind and do it. You know, because this is like a different experience. You can go out. The mm-hmm. B and B's we're talking about on today's show. Uh, again, we've got the Lion and the Rose Bed and Breakfast in Asheville. You can go to lion-rose.com. Uh, Tiffany's Bed and uh, Everyone's gonna have to give their websites at this point. Tiffany's Bed and Breakfast in Hot Springs, Arkansas their Mansion of Old Town Bed and Breakfast in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Miller's mm-hmm. Dunham House, Bed and Breakfast in Odessa, it. Delaware. I want to go back to Bob and Debbie. Debbie, uh, you, your garden is beautiful.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, you guys
1: make amazing breakfast. And one of the things, you know, when we talk about Earth Day and nature, uh, one of the things, you can sit in that wonderful garden area and, oh, like, that window. Yeah. You've got this giant mm-hmm. window. And you can watch the birds at the feeder, all kinds of mm. birds come in. Um, I think, is that is that something you hear back from your guests about being able to have that respite of, because you're so far, when you think about Delaware and how close you are to D.C. and to, you know, you have that big bridge you go on, <laughs> I don't <want> to talk <laughs> bridge you, you know. Okay. You're you're, you're really <laughs> close to all those really big cities, but you guys just—I couldn't believe it. Like I was scared to go to Delaware.
2: Oh my and
1: gosh. you are such a quaint, historic, small, quiet town. Is that something your guests talk about going to the B and B that they can just relax in the garden and look out the window?
0: And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.
9: 92% of households that
0: start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes.
7: Um, yeah, uh, Odessa is uh, dates back. Well, the oldest house in Odessa is built in 1700, so there's quite a bit of history here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're a town of about 300 to 350 people. Yet the area around us is growing in leaps and bounds, like much of the country. Uh, mm-hmm. We have three. We're, we're on three and a half to four acres. We live in the woods, basically. But mm-hmm. the original builder of the house. Dr. Dunham and his wife were both horticulturists. He was the head of the horticultural department at the University of Delaware. And he is responsible for, well, their passion and hard work Um, herb gardens, flower gardens, vegetable gardens, Mm -hmm. uh, rose bushes, lilacs. Um, Mm -hmm. And so after our, we go into the, we have an open field after our fenced in area because we are pet friendly. And then into the woods, and that borders on a creek, which Mm -hmm. borders on a wildlife refuge. So we have tons. We have birders that come here um, to go to a place called Bombay Hook, which is a Mm -hmm. 16,000-acre national wildlife refuge. Um, And one of the birders is a professor from Syracuse University who photographs and paints the birds um, at Bombay Hook. But she gave me a list that we on our property, as she looked out our all seasons room, as you were describing, to see the birds. Mm-hmm. We have about a half a dozen feeders, and uh, she recognized 37 kinds of birds we have yeah. in our yeah. backyard, mm-hmm. and which I didn't know. I'm I'm not a birder, but um, I, all I can say is, look, I think innkeepers, first of all, are a special breed of people. It's it's certainly not a lifestyle for everyone, but um, and what <laughs> makes uh, makes it a B and B different um, from a hotel. I believe is we're vested. Uh, mm-hmm. We're the innkeepers and/or the owners, um, and we're vested in this property. Most of us live on that property, so mm-hmm. it's your home. And uh, it's different than being the front desk hotel clerk. It's not the same. Not that you can't have a good stay at a hotel, but I think that's the coziness, the the uh, the personalization. And and the, and the the hominess, if you will, of, of a B and B is, in my opinion, unmatched. And um, yeah. we take care of our properties, uh, and and, and because is. we appreciate the outdoors, I mean, we're fortunate mm-hmm. to live on three and a half to four acres, and uh, it's just a beautiful thing. And and you you get to appreciate our history and our and the mm-hmm. nature around you. You know,
1: um, yeah, and you we so went to we checked into one. Can, Okay, I say we checked into one hotel and I'm not gonna say who and where it was, but we were greeted by a thing that talked, not a person.
4: <laughs>
1: no, and it just mm-hmm. check in here, do this, do that. And I was like, Where's my happy face? Where's my hi? How are you? Did you have a good trip? Where was mm-hmm. that? And then I thought, Okay, you're older, get used to it because this is where we're going. And I'm like I don't know if that's where I want to go.
8: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I, I, I don't think I don't think all the age groups actually want that. And, and from what we're seeing and tourism, you know all the stats and all the reports and everything, and just even from us as travelers, we're seeing you know younger generation going into B and B's, and from as our oh. travels, we were in breakfast rooms and. We're seeing people that were, you know, I didn't, you know, I I did, I've done like a ton of travel all my life, but seeing people really young going in on their first bed and breakfast excursion, Mm -hmm. it was kind of a big deal. It was like, oh, we're going to try this. Mm -hmm. And we Mm -hmm. saw more of that than I've ever seen in my entire life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and bed and breakfast at one point, you guys all know, we kind of got you know, done with the doily the dusty doily mode, and we're like, okay, we want the real experience. and, yes. and Don't forget the plastic back, flowers. Like, you know, oh, yeah. It, it, the, oh, it, right there with the dusty this, doilies. The last them. couple of years, mm-hmm. all the Bed and yeah. we stayed in and you know, worked with, and we're just like, oh my God, you know, this is exciting. We saw younger people coming in, people the first time, and it was about having an authentic experience. So going back to what we are on Earth Day I think yeah. you know Kathy over at Bodger Mansion in Old Town here we are in this historic old town district and it's not like you know, like uh, Tiffany's has a business garden everybody's got a different circumstance but you win wow. decisions of what you're doing to be as authentic as possible yet and you I think you kind of have to because you are part of Route 66 and your mansion has had people like Elvis mm. and all kinds of historic people stay there, and your rooms are cool. decorated accordingly. So that's the whole experience about B and B's. It's like mm-hmm. it's so authentic and created special. It's special. Yeah. You want to so be it's, feel special traveling? Go to B and B. So, but uh, Kathy, isn't that part of it for you as a B and B owner? Like. It's well it's taking the, care of the wildlife, what, but, like, letting people have that experience. It's,
3: it's not just the the yard and the and the birds, although people do comment all the time about our place being an oasis in the middle of the city, but the historic house and the history of this area and this house also um, is something that people are really interested, not just in 66, but the fact that... Old Town was uh, the founding year in, in 1706, and there's so much history here. Um, mm-hmm. So there's that aspect of it, and if we're going to talk about yards and gardening and all that stuff that goes with it, um, another thing that people really, really love is when you start having breakfast outside, sometime mm-hmm. right around Memorial Day and have breakfast outside in, in the courtyard. Um, every morning, right into probably well into the, about mid September, and I've got hummingbirds out there, and they love to sit out there with the fountain and the plants and the vines and everything and watch the hummingbirds come over to the feeder as they're sitting there having breakfast.
4: Um, mm.
3: it's mm. amazing, uh, people, um, up that and come back and say, oh yes, if we had breakfast outside, you know, four years ago and just loved it outside. So cool, and and being the gardener, not having else doing it, but I'm the gardener, and planting things, and I'm trying new things this year, and being able to talk to the guests about what it is that I'm planting, and what are the particulars about this yard, um, and what do we have to deal with as far as temperatures and water requirements, and um, I'm going to be planting um, basically a butterfly and um, bee garden this
2: year. Trying cool. To help the bee Cool. Yeah. That so is awesome. I, I love that.
1: That is because I think, you know, when you have that, this is what's so beautiful about you guys doing this, is, you know, whether you're a certified wildlife habitat or not, it is about having a conversation point. And I think just exactly. We've been the, the test, test, test and then, you know, Steve and Karen it, got it, us yes, looked like into it, learn how to that, learn to be on the other side. And be, mm. now listen to the guests, Even though you've been a guest all your life, now listen to the guests, And, you know, what we saw is, like, you watch people, like, sit outside <laughs> in the garden. With you guys, you got, people wanted to do, like, the fire pit outside. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and at times you had to tell them, no, you can't do it after 10. But, you know what I mean? But There's, <laughs> there's, 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 um. There's something about having nature surround you, no matter how, like, Stephen Karen, you guys are in the historic district, too. You have a mm-hmm. garden, it's a big garden, like if you were just mm-hmm. in a normal home, that's a big garden. Yep. But for a BB mm-hmm. of your stature with the, you know, the, you guys have the big ass mansion. <laughs> Like it is like here? No, I'm just saying it because you know I know going up down the stairs now. Like mm-hmm. that is that's a whole thing. The Victorian yeah, mansion, um, but it is beautiful. But like mm-hmm. really, there's if it was if you didn't have that natural surrounding, it would be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be think? boring.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And you oh. guys, you
1: guys have oh. bears that have come through your garden, right, Karen?
8: yeah that's a, that's the problem we have to be careful with bird feeders in that certain times of year because the bears will come around for that mm-hmm.
1: you know we keep chopping down their trees where do, in the I know. Forest. where I mean the, dudes mm-hmm. I like the
8: bears, so I'm like I'd be thrilled if I saw a bear come in and play with you. <laughs> we, <laughs> we love it too and I'm most like, of our guests get really excited when they hear that there's bears around. There was a bear walking downtown Asheville last yesterday and everybody's like, oh. I missed it.
1: Oh my gosh. Yep. Uh, yeah, because you know, they're not going to be here long the way we're taking away their right. habitat. And, right. so and cool. by the way, if they have a collar on them, they are not a pet if they're walking around. Yep, this one don't. was yeah, another collared one. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but just for people to know, so for people to know that if there's a caller, they've they've been tagged, so the animal control knows who they are, right? That that's the right, thing, right? Doesn't mean mm-hmm. they're a yeah. bad person. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Pointing that out, they're not but on the rack.
1: No, I mean well, it's <laughs> interesting, I mean, you know, like you take your trash out the time that the trash truck's coming out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> But, um, yeah. Steve, I want to ask you, what is it like maintaining your garden? Because you have a slopey slope, and you've got your, like, mm-hmm. wildlife area. I mean, that's kind of – you've got an interesting, like, that's – you've got work. <laughs> it, it looks like All a of work. work to me. Oh, yeah.
5: Arkansas a lot has of Arkansas supposedly has some of the most black bears in the country and
4: mm-hmm.
5: uh uh for, for statewide and uh mm. and uh Tiffany had a little incident with a black bear come up right up to the house actually <laughs> one of our bird feeders
8: <laughs> mm-hmm, I believe
5: That's it scary. <laughs> yeah no he, he was cool, you know he yeah. was. Full. <laughs> lucky for Tiffany, he
8: wasn't here. He doesn't know,
5: <laughs> right? No,
8: no,
1: no oh, you know, but you just don't look him in the eye and lay down. <laughs> yeah. I've done that in Africa. Just don't look it in the eye and oh. lay down. It, it didn't work. Just look him in the eye. Don't do it. Don't, even though you want to. Don't look him oh. in the eye. and Just lay down. Uh, and you guys, they don't mean harm. They don't. No. They, no animals do, but I think it's great that mm-hmm. all of you um, really create this space. But in closing, okay, so in closing. I'm going to ask you one thing.
4: <laughs>
1: the latest plant you looked at in your garden, okay, the latest plant in your garden that you looked at and the latest animal, bird, or natural living thing other than the plant that you looked at. So people get to understand <laughs> this. So let's go to Stephen Karen. What is the last thing you looked at in
8: your garden? Oh.
4: Mm.
8: Mm. <laughs> I would say that because the hyacinths were coming up. Ooh. Oh.
4: Mm. Hyacinths.
8: But not any relation yeah. to the, the latest bird thing is that we've had like a blue jay or a pair of blue jays going back and forth in the garden or across cool. the garden into the bushes making a nest somewhere. So they're nesting somewhere. We're not sure exactly where right now. But that's
4: cool. Mm, let me find the fire pit. Oh.
1: oh. They're wow. getting wow. see, this quick. is the And you have owls. We've heard owls at your place. That mm-hmm. kind of do, so. yeah, yeah, we have
4: great horned owls and barn yeah. owls.
1: Yeah. So okay. they're getting real quick. quick Karen, out Karen the the told everybody. Pit. It's got nothing to do with Earth Day, and we are—we have to wrap this up fast. But real oh, quick, sorry. tell everybody about May. Real quick. Because you'll come on another show May 2nd oh. about this. But tell everyone what's going on.
8: Okay. Well, we've we've done um, in support of our troops where we work with soldiers, angels, baking for uh, soldiers overseas and sending them a box of goodies. And um, it's been a bunch of us in that have been trying to support and respect our military. So if anybody wants to join in, we are doing that again this year. Awesome! So go to
1: lion-rose. dot com and contact Stephen Karen about that. Yep. So check that mm-hmm. out. And so I'm going to go awesome. over to Oi, who, whose his name is Blob, but we say Oi, um, and <laughs> Tiffany over at Tiffany's Bed and Breakfast in Hot Springs. Uh, Tiffany uh, and Bob, what, oh, let's go to Bob on the plants. Bob, what is the last plant you looked at?
5: Um, well, I got a bird of paradise I brought out
4: because
5: uh, oh. mm. I had them in my greenhouse. and uh, So I what? set it on so people can see it when they walk by. And we also got some beautiful amaryllis that I brought out as well.
4: Oh and, nice. and
5: uh and they're they're blooming and and they're really cool. beautiful. And yeah. they're a different color. They're a white and pink. I did. Like it really, and pink.
1: Wow. Yeah,
5: yeah. They're they're real unique. And uh wow.
2: You should get red uh, and yellow. ah
5: yeah.
2: white and pink. Cool.
5: So uh-huh. and and uh and then uh of course, our hummingbirds. I always see them all the time, and they're mm-hmm. they're going in the gardens and 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 things too. As well. Cool.
2: Awesome. And listen,
1: everyone. Uh, Hot Springs is just celebrating a national like what? Tiff, uh, Tiffany, what? Over a hundred years now, right? Hot Springs National Park. It's National Park Week. We got to bring this up. Um, hundred hundred and one years, hundred and two years. What is it, Tiffany? No, oh, she may she may be gone. I know. You guys are uh, checking guests in too. Yeah, I think so, he, and, I think he, uh,
5: I think a guest just yeah, arrived. He, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you guys, cool.
1: this is the how it works. So everyone, uh if you want to check in, go to Tiffany's bed and So that's where you go, okay. So I'm gonna go over thank you. Oy. Uh and, and we're gonna go over to Barker Mansion of Old Town Albuquerque and go back to Kathy. Kathy, what is the last plant you saw in your garden? Uh, this
3: plant, three, uh, they're new plants. I just discovered them at the nursery. It's called the lotus, L O T U S, and it's from Austria. It's an extremely heat and uh, drought tolerant plant. Basically, they say you stick it in the ground and ignore it, um, which is oh. great for here. And, uh, Putting native landscaping and um, drought-tolerant plants out in front of our front gate, which is a, a west-facing dry area. So it's a cute little thing, and the variety is called joey. It's got like a pink, plume, feathery-looking thing on the top that's blooming. Hmm. Um, so that's the latest plant. And then uh, birds this morning that um, I saw before it started getting windy were um, the goldfinches are at the feeders, and I love cool. a lovely little ladder back
1: nice mhm, nice, mm-hmm. very cool mm-hmm. everybody you can keep up with Boxguard mansion if you go to Albuquerque, New Mexico, you've got to they're in like it's the best place to just park and rest. You're in old town, which is got surrounded by art, public art, and uh, restaurants and shops. It's so easy to explore Albuquerque mm-hmm. from them, so go to boxxger dot com dot com. Okay, so we're going to go over to Debbie and Bob Schulman again over at the Miller-Dunham House. And Mm. their website is miller com. And I keep going Miller and Dunham House. I'm going to go look at all my promo I did for the show (laughs) because I keep going Miller and Dunham. But these are, you know, two families that came together on this property. So, Bob, Mm. Debbie, um, what is the last plant you looked at? (laughs)
6: So, actually, it's funny because I just was outside taking, because unlike some of your other guests, we're just still trying to figure out the gardens that the Dunham family left us, or left here for the Miller family and for us. Um, But I actually had just taken a picture of, um, which I didn't remember from last year, was a a panicle hydrangea, P-A-N-I-C-L-E, hydrangea, which almost looked like, you know how money trees look? It almost looks like that sort of, it's that coloring. I had mm. no idea it was a hydrangea. And a winter mm. honeysuckle were the two that I Ooh. didn't remember from last year. So every time, you know, the season comes around and new things pop up, I'm like, I mm. don't even remember this. And well, I like I the have money honeysuckle. To... I, oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> You oh, like yeah. that, the money? Okay. It yeah. sounds good. Okay. So that oh, my God. Birds. Like you know what?
1: A bird? Yeah.
6: So many, but yeah. my favorite is still, and it's every day, is the red-winged blackbird. Uh, oh, you
1: saw them in the wildlife refuge, too, and you had swans. Yes, at Bombay Two. Hook, I know.
6: Oh, and, I just and, love when who, they fly love away. Love
1: mm. Oh, The red. Kathy, your birds, what was the last bird you saw? You have doves. You know what? We've missed doves, you know? In some of the areas yeah. we've been to. Uh, Kathy, do you, what was the last bird that you saw? Oh, you have skunk too. Oh. No, are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Kathy in Boston, yeah. We didn't get your animal.
3: Yeah, the last last birds were uh, gold at the at the feeder and a ladder-backed woodpecker.
1: Oh, that's right. I did hear that. I did hear that. I'm I'm yeah. having a hard time technically, so it's all good. It's <laughs> okay. Good. Matter <Ladder> it back. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous about that. I'm. Ge- oh, all right. Well, listen, everyone. Thank you for joining us on Big Bend Radio. And everyone, keep up with us at BigBendRadio.com. And I hope you connect with everybody that was on our show today. Happy Earth Day, and really, Earth Day is every day. It doesn't matter. We're right. gonna close with this song. Called yes. "Loving the Land." Uh, this is from our friend Wally Lauder, and it's just a song we've played over the years. So here it is, "Loving the Land." Keep
5: up with Wally. Thanks, the thanks, and thanks bye. guys. you bye. Thanks, bye. Good yeah, thanks. Thanks. goodbye. Okay, we miss you guys. Bye.
9: Well, I'm sitting on my back porch. My guitar in my hand, and I'm looking at the afternoon. I'm looking at the
4: land.
9: It's got that honey-colored light, golden gold reflecting from the sun. She steps outside and asks. What are you doing, hon? And I'm loving the man I'm just loving the man I'm loving the man I'm just loving the man Got an angel in my corner must have Buddha at my side And if I had any breeze I've left them all behind